And we are recording. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Michaela. I'm Amanda. And you are listening to Crime in the Dark. And now we are going into our first ever paranormal episode. Yes, Michaela has done some great research. If you guys have seen our Google Drive lately, I'm like, holy shit. Um, I have a problem with like deep diving. I like to deep I know, dive. And I love it though because you're like, she's such a busy woman, you guys, but this girl will just like find five minutes and then she'll turn around and be like, I wrote another episode. I'm like, what the fuck? How does this happen? I'm busy too. I think and I, I tried an hour for- and I think I did like three in an hour. And I, I was like, and God. here we are. <laughs> I have like five minutes in my life and I'm like, I'm going to write, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. And something, those five minutes instantly is like, no girl, those aren't your five minutes. You're too busy for that. I'm like, <laughs> but I know that Michaela is even more busy than I am. So I don't fucking understand how this little witch over here is just be like pulling it out of her ass. But well, anyways, I don't have kids. You do. <laughs> Okay, I have one. She's self-sufficient. She knows how to wipe her ass and feed herself. <laughs> I don't know. I still it. have a zero. <laughs> it's okay. You're still a badass. I'm just saying, I respect who you are and what you do for this podcast, because holy shit. I just have, like, two jobs on podcasts. So, oh, three jobs on a podcast. I realized I've totally left one of my jobs out. Yeah. Well, here we are. I just function off of, you know, <laughs> caffeine and busyness. Yep. So, Michaela has got a paranormal episode for us, and I am comfy, and I am ready. I have my water. I have my little smoking apparatus thingy. Let's go. <laughs> yes. So, the paranormal for this episode is the Night Marchers. No freaking idea what this is, so I'm kind of excited about it. It was really intriguing doing all this research. So, it is actually a Hawaiian legends and myths. Mm. So, this is based out in Hawaii. So, I'm going to pronounce a lot of the words incorrectly, just forewarning, because they are using old Hawaiian language. Okay. And I'm like, I tried doing the pronunciation translation, and it, yep, didn't work for me. So. (laughs) You're like, nay. I tried. I tried, guys. I really tried. So, please bear with me. It's okay. We got you. So, the Hawaiian legends and myths continue to fascinate locals and visitors even today. Among one of the most well-known is the Night Marchers. My... Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Amanda. <laughs> I don't know nothing. Night Marchers, anything. known as... And this is where we get messed up. It's... Hello... Hello... Haka'i Pau... In Hawaiian language, which is known to be meaning as death-dealing ghosts. All right. Just, again, pronounce that wrong. 100% know I did. That's okay. Just know that. It's okay. We all know you did, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All the Hawaiians on here, because I know there's someone in Hawaii that listens to our podcast. We just lost the middle of Right? She's going to be like, oh, and we're done. She's like, and unfollow. (laughs) (laughs) I am sorry. Right? (laughs) Folklore describes them 
as a group of spirits, sometimes traveling with ancient Hawaiian gods or goddesses in their midst that march down the mountainside after sunset. The parishion is often accompanied by the sound of a conch shell, rhythmic drumming, and chants. Oh, wow. Yep. So you hear all that when they appear. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yep. So That's like... <laughs> well, just be prepared. It like, gets creepy. Well, I mean, like, in the right circumstances, like, you know, that's Hawaiian culture. Like, that's badass. But, like, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you see this, like, ghostly figure just floating above, like, four feet above the ground, you know? I'm like, oh, and you do not make eye contact with them. Oh, lovely. <laughs> You'll hear about that soon. And I'm already dead. <laughs> Basically. Oh, just wait until you hear about how you're supposed to keep yourself alive. Okay. It gets real interesting. All right, let's the go. The legends of the night marchers are rooted in ancient Hawaii, which was once governed by the strict caste system. When a chief passed through the village, his warriors blew the conch shells and beat pahu drums, announcing his arrival. Consumer, commoners, wow. I don't know why I said consumers. Commoners, I knew I said it wrong, so I paused. (laughs) Commoners were expected to stare at the ground, never ever making eye contact. If you made eye contact, the consequence of disobeying uh, this kapu, which is taboo, meaning taboo. Yeah, he died. He's like, oh, you made eye contact with me? You're done. You're death. Nope. Mm -mm. You are unworthy. Yep. Damn, that's insane. Right? The uh, o o o o o Compromised of a great number of spirits. So that's what that word means. Okay. It means large number of spirits. The term is greatly used to mean a parishion, more than one, of the souls of the dead. Uh, So by that definition, a person will never see a singular night marcher. So you'll see numerous ones. You won't ever see just one. A warrior alone would be otherwise be just a lapool or a ghost. Okay, got you. Yeah. So, but when you see them, they're processions. So, group of ghosts. Okay. I got you. I so it's interesting how they put put that together, though. That, right. Okay. So they are processions. I'm like, okay. They're like a freaking the... marching band of ghosts. Yeah. Well, night marchers. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Full <laughs> oh, circle. The Ali, Ali Lee weren't just leaders, which, by the way, Ali Ali means chief. Okay. I just didn't use it earlier because I was like, I really didn't want to try and pronounce it. Well, here well, we are. Look at you. I'm pronouncing things. Yeah, and I'm, again, pronouncing it wrong. I already know I am. And she, or he, our listener from Hawaii is like, and we're done. Yep. <laughs> Weren't just leaders. Um, they held immense spiritual power. I'm like, I'm not even going to attempt to say that one. And were often thought of as physical representations of gods. 
So our chiefs are gods. These same warriors tasked to protect the chief um, and uphold the kapu are believed to continue their duties into the afterlife as night marchers. So basically, you die, you're still doing your duty okay. of uh, protecting the chief <coughs> and the taboo, which is... Like the town, the I, village? I fully don't know what they mean by taboo. Okay. So it basically... In the beginning, makes me think because they make eye contact with their chief. So you make eye contact. So you think it's maybe his counsel? Maybe. Okay. Okay. So, because that's how they used the word before was disobeying the taboo was death. Okay. So that's like kind of where my brain goes with it. Um. Great. Where did I leave off? Great. Amanda. How do you spell it? Um, do you want taboo or do you yeah, want taboo? T A B O O. Where are you? Okay. Uphold and they're night marchers. Okay. The first written account of night marchers was 1883. The document described various sightings of ghost soldiers following the spirit of King Kamahama. The Great on the Big Land. This wasn't the only claim by Hawaii residents who have seen the frightening ghosts of the night. Indeed, the legends of the night marchers are still told throughout Hawaiian islands today. The more than just few locals have proclaimed that are not just fairy tales. Across the island chain, residents have reported seeing a line of torches moving down the mountain. Many times in the area with sheer cliffs and no roads or trails for miles. Some say the night marchers leave just their footprints behind, while others claim they float above the ground without leaving a trace. In these cases, the universal understanding among the believers is that you should never cross a night marcher's path. Did you find anything? No. No? (laughs) Some said sacred and forbidden. Um, One thing, yeah, no, it's just like a bunch of different uh, special privilege or exemption from ordinary sacredness, prohibited, forbidden, consecrated, yeah, so... Yeah. yeah. Spiritual uh, restriction. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what they were. So, unless it was, like, um, a, a party that he was exempt from something. Mm. I don't know. But, yeah. I'm not sure. Anybody that um, has any Hawaiian or Polynesian um, culture that would like to share with us, if you guys know, please, by all means, let us know. Yeah. And, again, I apologize for my mispronunciations. No, you're done. Get out. Right. I'm done. Fired. <laughs> I am now looking for a new podcast co-host. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Who can pronounce things of all languages. Must be able to pronounce words. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> as 
legend tells it, any unfortunate mortal who hears the warning sounds of the nearby processions should run and hide or lie down on the ground and let them pass. But most importantly, follow the ancient taboo, which is the taboo, uh-huh. and never make eye contact or face the ultimate consequences. Some say... You should cover your head and chant your lineage of your ancestors. And if you don't know your lineage of your ancestors, your next hope is to strip off your clothes, lay flat on your back to convince those in the procession that you are mad and therefore they take pity on you and leave you intact. Oh, yes. Oh, it gets worse. Some sources even say you should rub urine on your body so that <laughs> they uh, find you repulsive and they move on. Really? Yeah. They do? Yeah. Like, now, is it your own urine or is it... It does not state. It, it just says urine. So it could be like animal urine. Yep. It could be any type. I'm assuming any type. As long as you rub it on you and they'll find you repulsive and they'll be like, oh, fuck that. I don't want to touch that. So they are obviously not into water sports at all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> They're just like, uh, and no. <laughs> They're like, that's gross. Did you just, do you smell like piss? Like, I don't think so. And I'm not touching that. <laughs> do you smell that? <laughs> According. <laughs> Is that ammonia? <laughs> oh, God. According to the How Stuff Works People website, people should always be hopeful that the ghost warriors take mercy on them. Where Whether or not they hear them approaching due to wind or being in the wrong place at the wrong time. If the night marchers are not merciful, people will hear them shriek away. A we? It's O-I-A. So they'll yell that. Okay. Which means, let him be pierced. Oh. Yeah. They're going to get you. And then death will follow. Yep. That's like... Mm. Oh, I thought he was getting piercings. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> let him be pierced. <laughs> like, and stabbed in the heart. <laughs> mm, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> However, if the person is lucky and is related, even distantly, to any of the night marchers... They will be spared, oh. and they will shout "Nau," N-A-U, which means mine, <laughs> indicating one of the warriors has recognized them as a descendant. Damn. The processors will pass, and no harm will come. Oh, you better know your freaking lineage. Know your, know your history. Ancestry.com. That makes me fearful because I don't Sponsor think... us. <laughs> that makes me <laughs> fearful because I don't think I have any Hawaiian in me. Hell no. <laughs> have you seen me? I am no. I am definitely not Hawaiian. 23 and me though. What's up? <laughs> Even if that's like the, the 2%. Mm-hmm. Come on. No. They'll be like, oh, you're not distant enough. And die. Die, die, die. Oh, So sorry. do not go out at night wandering around. What? That's what I hear. Okay. Wandering around the islands. I don't think I would yeah. at night anyways. Right. They say today the spirits are said to roam various areas of the island, many which were uh, once great battlegrounds. Um, they appear to be ghostly apparitions who carry torches and play the drums uh, while chanting. 
So basically what they used to do. Yeah. Because that's how they, they would come over on ships and they would be banging the drums and the, using the conch shells to let people know um, that their leader chief was approaching. Yeah. And then chanting. So then they continue to do that in the afterlife too. Yep. Okay. Um, these warriors are believed to be internally fated to march the island seeking their next battle. They are most active at night, but also have been reported to be seen during the day. Don't know how you see them during the day if they're carrying torches. I, it's like, okay, you see the flame, but if it's light, that's where it's like wrong place, wrong time. It's like, and you're dead. Seriously, I was like, I'm sorry, I had like, I know there was a fat pause there, but I was like thinking, I'm like, I, I don't know what would be scarier is like seeing them at dark. Walking through the the rainforest or through the forest of Hawaii or whatever I don't know what we would call it, but um, just walking through Hawaii or in broad daylight, and you're like, oh, look at this, this is so cool. Look at you guys like performing, and the next thing you know, they just kill you. Oh yeah, see, I think that'd be more terrifying because you think it's a performance during the day, and it's like, and you're dead. Yeah. Whereas yep. at night, I'm like, no, bro, I'm running. <laughs> no, bro, I'm done. I, as soon as I saw the light bob. Through the thing, I was like, <laughs> and we're over here. I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, no structure ever deters their path, so they'll just go straight through it. Oh, great. So they're just like, and through the building So do go. they stay on the same path? Um, or is it like they just pop up wherever? Uh, usually they stay near sacred sites, um, such as temples, caves, and areas where they're once reserved for their chief. Um, other than that. Okay. So, it, okay. That makes sense. So basically, like, don't build around these sacred areas. Because. That's where you'll see them the most. Yeah. They're still going to come yeah. through. Yeah. Because they're, and they're active. They say, um, ancient spirits are thought to be most active during the new moon and near sacred sites, such as their temples, caves, and areas once reserved for the chief. Okay. Um. That makes sense. They have been... On Oahu, there are numerous reports of night marchers in Kaawa Valley, Kahoma Bay, Kinawa'u, um, Kaana Point, Kalama Valley, and Waiomola, uh, among many other locations. Whether you believe these legends or written them off as local uh, superstitions, Consider yourself now warned. Seriously. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I had no idea about the night watchers. Night marchers, not watchers. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be watching too. I don't know what you're talking about. Right? Seriously. But yeah, no, they are like... I thought that was really intense and really interesting to be like, well, Hawaii is... Well, obviously they have some history. There's a yeah. lot of history there. But definitely not that in that aspect because that's from the 1800s right and look at us (laughs) right well because you think about um when people talk about the u.s in the 1800s you're going to look at the east what the east coast more Mm -hmm. because of the fact of that's where early settlers yeah you're not gonna look at this side that's true so to have so to have something over here, which obviously Hawaii was not part of the U.S. in the 1800s. Yeah. So that's... It's kind of cool. No, yeah. it's a history. 
history, freaky paranormal history, which is kind of cool though in the same way. Like, so to me, it's like. If you're not of Hawaiian descent, they don't want you on the island. They don't want you around those areas. Because, like you said, they'll attack if you're Mm -hmm. not. And the only way you're saved is if you don't. If you have somebody in there that's You lay on the ground, clothless, looking mad, rub urine on you, or you have history. That's literally (laughs) what it states to make sure you survive this. At one point, I'd, I'd probably pee myself, too. So... Oh, yeah, seeing the ghost being like, fuck this. I'd be like, you know what, a little urine. It's okay. Great. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Rubbering it. Oh, God. Anyways. But, yeah, that, that was definitely interesting. Um, oh, yeah, it was. And, honestly, if you guys, if any of our Hawaiian listeners know more, write in. Yeah. I want to know. Heck, yeah. Especially with listener Tales, like stories, listener tales, fan tales, whatever. We don't know what we're going to call them yet, but send them in. Yeah. If you've ever, like, had an experience with one. Send it in. Let us know. I want to know. Right. I want to know more. Seriously. Because this is all what I found on the internet. Right. I want more. I will always want more. First hand tales are the best. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah, and with that, you guys know where to find us. Um, Crime in the Dark on Instagram and Facebook. We're on Spotify. Patreon. It's also Crime in the Dark on Etsy, Patreon, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You can send us your spooky tales of paranormal and true crime to beautyandcrime22 at gmail.com. And we are so happy to be getting these tales out to you folks. Oh yeah, I'm so, I'm just happy to finally have a paranormal out. Right, I know. I need to get yes. started on mine. I need to not slack because well, I'm excited for mine. Oh yeah. Well, Bye. guys, keep it very creepy. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.